Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of It's a Definite Maybe, a podcast for those of you who are just trying to figure it all out with your fave co-hosts, as always, Stella and Rosie. On today's episode, we're talking about what it really feels like when you see your ex move on with someone else. So I was Instagram stalking, like I usually do. It's a good good (laughs) hobby. I found out one of my ex-boyfriends who got married a couple of months ago without actually getting engaged they did at like the time a, we're recording this it was a couple of months ago at the time we're recording this a couple of months ago this is going to come out in a couple of months i can't actually remember when they got married that was a surprise to me because i was like mm. oh they i mean they did a surprise wedding i think it was like with family and that was it basically good for them love that love that they're happy but this recent instagram stalking i was doing she's pregnant oh my the, god and i was like what the fuck i know that sounds weird but it's i made a tiktok a couple of weeks ago basically being like oh how weird is it when you see your ex move on and like look there's no residual feelings we had a very short-lived relationship and there was a lot of toxicity afterwards Mm. which i don't know if we'll get into one day maybe so i I don't care like what he's doing like i have no attachment but it's like not only am i dealing with the first of my exes who Mm. is i guess married because he's the first of my exes that i've seen or know of that has now yeah. like engaged or married or whatever. But it's also double whammy, fucking baby on the way. I know. And so she crazy. looked like like a good couple months pregnant, like probably four or five months pregnant. Wow. And I'm like, wow. And it's just like, I think what's so interesting is that when we were dating, he mm. was the most fear of commitment kind of person, mm. couldn't commit to a relationship, had just come out of, I think, like a four-year relationship. Mm-hmm. So wasn't maybe good at commitment with me as the sentence comes out. We weren't meant to be. It's fine. I don't yeah. care. But like, wow. I know. It's, it's so weird. insane. It's really weird. I haven't had a situation like that, thankfully, come up just yet. Because, I mean, I've only had a couple of significant relationships and the one most recently we only broke up like a year ago, just over a year ago. So if he had moved on by now and was already like getting married and having a baby, that would be, you know, very quick. And I think that would be very alarming, but not so much because of like the processing. Like obviously that would be an element of it, but I Mm. think just because of how quick it would be. But anyway, I haven't been in that situation before. But my ex before Pooley, he reached out to me not too long ago to just kind of check in and he was going through a bit of a tough time mentally. Um, And I was always someone who was a real comfort person for him, someone who... Like a safe space? Yeah, yeah. And like he always felt really comfortable sharing everything with me, could tell me anything. And, you know, I knew all his deepest, darkest secrets because he felt really comfortable talking to me about things. And he didn't necessarily have other people in his life like that at the time. Mm. And so he occasionally checks in with me, um, which is fine. I'm kind of maintaining boundaries when it comes to that. And I'm taking stock of me and where I'm at and what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with and not being afraid to draw a line in the sand. Yeah. I digress. But (laughs) when he reached out to me most recently, he kind of mentioned offhand, oh, do you remember this person that we used to work with? Oh, yeah, we've been kind of chatting and, you know, kind of seeing each other. And I was like, it's weird. I think part of it was weird weird. because, like, we used to work with her. So that's an out of layer Yeah, (laughs) and she was always someone that I thought was really pretty and, like, you know, was really attractive and whatever and was kind of a little bit insecure of at times. I hate it when And so it just kind of heightened those insecurities a Mm -hmm. little bit and confirmed, maybe not so much confirmed that I thought, you know, anything was going on and saying that, oh, something definitely was going on, but 
that he would have noticed that she is attractive mm. and that probably would have been a thought in the back yeah. of his mind at the time, even if he was with me. Yeah. So that wasn't super great. But I think it was also an element of like, oh, it kind of feels weird that he's moving on, even though it's, it's odd, been so right? long since we were together. And, you know, I want what's best for him. I want him to be happy, all that jazz. But it is still a weird thought to... Like, think of your ex moving on, particularly when they were someone who you shared a really significant relationship with. And even if it's just people that you dated or had more of a short-term relationship with, it's still kind of a weird thought because you were intimate with them and you shared a lot of your lives together and you went through certain things. Yeah, you've seen each other naked. (laughs) You've, you know, oh, it's gross, but you've swapped bodily fluids. (laughs) Okay. Good. (laughs) We can leave that one there. But, you know, you've shared a lot of really intimate, connected moments with this person and the idea that they're doing that with someone else is naturally going to be a little bit weird and a bit to process, even if you're way over them as well. I think what's so weird is that there are certain exes that I really struggled with Mm -hmm. watching them move on and maybe that's when I was younger and more insecure. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's different because I've been in a relationship for a long time now. But maybe it's also the person and the connection you had. Mm. There are some exes that I would still, still like, know. I still vividly remember how painful it was watching them move on. Even if it had been years, it didn't matter. Mm. And we were long past our relationship and friends or wounds had healed or whatever. And there are some exes I'm like, yeah, do whatever. Like this one that got married and (laughs) is having a baby. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like happy for you, but I have no issues with it. But, like, when I watched my first high school boyfriend get a new girlfriend when I was still Mm. in love with him, I was gutted. I mean, that one makes sense. It does. Because you were still in love with him. So, you know, it's it's justified if there are still feelings there. I think what's so weird as well, and this is, like, a very specific situation. Who knows if Mm. anyone else has felt this, is that I felt like I never fit in with his family. I always Mm. felt like I had to really try. And I was also 18. telling me about this in a previous podcast episode. And then watching him and his then girlfriend, I think they ended Mm. up dating for like five or six years. I believe he's either single or with another girl now. I think they Mm -hmm. broke up basically. But I was always so jealous. And once I got past Mm. the point of loving him or being in love with him and like moved on, it was still just like this outsider jealousy of like, wow, Mm. they love her or the in-laws, his family loves her so much. And it looked so natural. You know, mm. this is my my Instagram stalking back in the day. <laughs> but also, as we've as we've acknowledged in the past, Instagram is the highlight reel, and there's it a lot the that goes on behind reel. the scenes that people don't see. Totally. And often, it's the couples that do post a lot on social media and seem to be really happy. And you know, every photo is with the two of them, and they're talking about how much they love each other. Those are often the couples where they're kind of overcompensating for something. Usually, not in all cases. In some cases, there are people who are just madly in love with each other. They are each other's lives and just love posting about how much they love each other. And they're very happy as well. Yeah. But there are definitely those couples where they're overcompensating. Yeah. (laughs) They're making up for something. One of of the questions I had written down as a prompt for this episode was, is there a point where it becomes unhealthy to watch your ex Mm. move on with someone else? And I can happily admit that I've definitely got like an unhealthy obsession with... I guess, keeping tabs. Mm-hmm. And it's shameful to admit that, but it's this innate curiosity I have. I'm like, I need mm. to know what's happening. Like there are some exes that I'll check in on who have, you know, private accounts. So I'm like, I don't really know what's happening. You know, I just pretend that nothing's mm-hmm. happening. 
And then there's other ones that like their stuff will show up on my Facebook feed because they were tagged in a photo. I'm like, oh, okay, you're having a baby, not a problem. And it's just like, I think there is a point where it becomes unhealthy, especially if it's Mm. causing you so much internalized pain. Mm. I feel like I'm at a point, at least internally, where I feel quite happy, healthy, not an element of jealousy, more just curiosity. Mm -hmm. I think there's still unhealthiness in that for sure. Like, why do I care? Don't know. Don't. Don't let's not deep dive into that. Um, <laughs> this is not a therapy session. It's not, but I definitely think there is totally like a warning label that comes with mm. why are you fascinated? Why do you want to know? Yeah. Why do you care? Do you wish it was you? Do you have some form of negative thought or I don't know? Well, I mean, I think there's look, it's so complicated to be honest that I can't really give a definitive answer. I think there is definitely an element of, you know, we are imaginative creatures and our brains we love fantasize. to get away from us. Yeah. And we kind of wonder what could have been or you know, totally. we're, we're nosy and we want to know what goes on in other people's so relationships behind closed doors. I need so to know. I need there the would be an element where we're just kind of like, hmm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to have a little bit of a sticky beak into their life. But I think you, you hit the nail on the head before when it starts to become unhealthy is when it starts to hurt you yeah. and when it's detracting from your relationships or how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. and just generally negatively affecting you and if it's taking more time and energy than value it's giving you I guess I think you kind of need to call into question like what value is it really giving you why by keeping tabs exactly yeah like you asked like why am I here what am I getting out of this why am I doing this because there's probably something deeper at play that you just kind of need to work through mm. and maybe it's you're going through a bit of a tough time and feeling kind of anxious or you're feeling insecure and there's just a lot going on with you even if it's kind of bubbling underneath the surface and it's kind of manifesting through that Mm. and it's coming out in needing to Instagram stalk and these kind of vice behaviors that we tend to have to like switch off and scroll on social media or snack or you know do other things that kind of distract you from sitting with the uncomfortable feelings that you're dealing with at any given time so I think if you are in this kind of cycle of stalking your ex on social media and keeping tabs on their life and it's not just from a place of oh I want to see what they're up to and I want them to be happy and I just you know want what's best for them and it is more negatively affecting you I would get curious about where that's coming from and what could be kind of bubbling underneath the surface that you need to have a look at and deal with rather than just being like oh no it just hurts to see them moving on because there would be an element of that Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's more at play in most cases. Sometimes I hate social media because I'm like, you know what? I don't even even want to know. Like, I really didn't need to know this guy was having a baby. That was not on my bingo card for 2023 of things to know. I just so, like, vividly remember. I've already used that phrase once tonight, but that's fine. Vividly remember (laughs) being younger and just crying looking at social media, mm. seeing an ex with their new girlfriend, like mm. the honeymoon phase, obviously the highlight reel being social media yeah. and just being so desperate to wish coulda, shoulda, woulda. What mm. if I'd done this? What if I was blonde? Yeah. What if we'd never broken up? What if I'd said that oh, instead? The what if I was blonde one is a big one for me. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> but what, if, like, what if my boobs were a little bit bigger? Or what if my butt was a little bit bigger? Or, what know? if I was less outrageous? What like, if I was a little bit taller? Yeah. 
Oh. I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like there are some people that you'll just never kind of feel okay with them yeah. moving on. And that you know what? There's sometimes it's okay to have a good cry and get those feelings out because yeah. I feel like it's cathartic and a way of processing the grief of a relationship and there are other people be like good fucking riddance i hope your new partner is actually like i hope you treat them better because you're a piece of shit well i think it's one of those things where it gets to a certain point where if you're just holding on to this energy that's only hurting you they're off living their life and doing their thing so the only person that's getting impacted by you keeping tabs on this person and checking in and instagram stalking them or whatever is Mm. you that you're hurting yourself through this and like you shouldn't put yourself through that like you wouldn't punch yourself in, in the face so why are you no. doing that i mean some people might i don't know oh yeah you know whatever they feel like we're making generalizations here most really people are. who are listening right now probably aren't itching to punch themselves in no. the face for no reason <laughs> so why would you punch your emotions in the face exactly this is really not filled with <laughs> much wisdom tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's so tricky because it is a case where there's not a one-size-fits-all approach for why people do this in the first place, what could be going on with people, and how to kind of process it and move on and cope with it, I mm. guess, and deal with those emotions. So I guess the best that we can do is just advise that you try and catch yourself in that cycle when it's happening, get curious about where that's coming from, and just try and break the cycle. Like you need to probably put in active effort to saying, you know what, no, I'm not going to scroll, I'm going to close my phone, I'm going to put my phone on the other end of the room, I'm going to go occupy my mind with something else, Mm -hmm. and like actively make a conscious effort to not be thinking about that thing and not engaging in that behavior and just kind of sitting and reflecting a bit as well because you know if you don't know where it's coming from that is just going to keep coming up and causing you issues and it's really not worth it no and there's nothing wrong with muting blocking any of those things like I remember being younger when I was really struggling I had to block my exes at the time especially when I was fresh or when I had discovered that they were dating someone new sometimes you just need to Put it out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely, yeah. And it can be so hard being on the receiving end. I remember when one of my exes who was in my friend group blocked me on social media, on Facebook, and I I was still pretty fresh after the breakup. I want to say within the first year. And I was devastated. And then I realized, you know what? It's okay to be blocked because you realize that they can't see you move on or, you know, they've done the hard work for you by blocking Mm -hmm. you, which means that it's out of sight and out of mind. You don't have to worry about it sometimes that stuff that's not in your control isn't a bad thing but I found that there were some people like when I was in my early 20s when I was in my early 20s I was like I just don't want them to keep tabs on me Mm -hmm. I don't want them to have that control or I don't want to have to even worry about Mm -hmm. them accidentally showing up on a story or in my feed and there's nothing wrong with that it's okay and you can always unblock you can always unmute sometimes it's just that forced separation that I think can help you accept and move on and I think it's not until you've finally let go of that person that you can maybe feel Mm. okay that they are moving on with someone else but it's totally normal for it to feel absolutely weird and odd especially if they move on quickly I think that's strange yeah it's always a bit of a shock to the system oh totally especially when you see them move on with someone that you know you're like oh okay so that person was a problem good Mm. (laughs) like you were saying with your ex from work moving on with someone that 
you were always a little bit insecure of. That's yeah. fucking hard. But it is also nice when you see someone who you shared something really special with and you acknowledge that you weren't right for each other yeah. because you're both happy doing your own thing and you see parts of their relationship and you realize that that person was the right person for them and it's really nice to kind of see okay it's further confirmation that we weren't right for each other Mm. but I'm in a really good place whether you found someone that you're you know more aligned with or whether you're just really happy with where you're at generally and feel like you're where you need to be but also they're where they need to be and they're with who they need to be with and that's fucking great because there's a lot of people who aren't lucky enough to find that or they keep ending up in relationships with people who aren't right for them Mm -hmm. so It's also a really nice thing sometimes to see that your ex has found someone who they're genuinely really, really right for and really compatible with. Mm -hmm. 100%. That's a very positive way of looking at it. (laughs) And now I think about this this one ex that is having the baby. I'm like, wow, they seem like so happy together and so good for each other. And it's just like, love that for them. Yeah. I have nothing else to add. I think that's a great note to end things on. I think so. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to head over to our socials. We can continue the conversation over there. We want to hear about a time when your ex has moved on and, you know, any particularly outrageous behavior that you have done off the back of that or how you felt. Anything. We want to hear your ex stories. Spill that tea in our DMs. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. It means so much to us. And we don't want you guys to miss any episodes. And come along with us next time as we talk about the areas of life that might not have a one-size-fits-all approach on It's a Definite Maybe. We'll see you next time. Bye!